Like at this point in my life, I don't want to just be small. I want to be strong. Exactly. You know, because I'm with I'm, you. I'm sure we've all had women in our life, our mothers, grandmothers, or just women we know that have aged and they've just shrunk. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you know what's happened? Their life has shrunk. You know, their mm. life experiences have shrunk because yeah. they can't do stuff because mm. they don't have strength. Hey, midlife ladies. This is the Dear Midlife Podcast. Unapologetic girl talk that will help you remember who you are and figure out who in the hell you want to become. I'm Shelby Bybee, karaoke party queen, single mom, and an extrovert to a fault. And I'm Trinity Greenfield, a wild-haired woman full of sass, sparkle, and a heavy dose of black girl magic. So grab a glass and let's dive into the messy middle. So I'm going to tell you, Trinity, I don't know about you, but I put on like five to seven pounds <laughs> over Whoa, the holidays. Really? I mean, I really allowed myself to just allow all discipline to yeah. slip. And, no judgment you know, zone. No judgment I know. Zone, no, girl. you know how disciplined I am. But I tell you what, it really like I was shocked when I got home um, from my my holiday travels and stepped on that scale. Right. You know, the thing that's so frustrating is that you know, it, in the past, I could have maybe just not eaten breakfast for a few right. days in a row and slam a few protein shakes, slam a few protein shakes and drop the weight in like no time flat. And the frustrating thing is like that shit doesn't work anymore. Like nothing I used to do mm. works anymore. Um, Like minimizing my calories and being a slave to car cardio like I used to, like none of that is serving me anymore. And I I sort of feel like I've gotten to my wits end with just trying all of these things all the time with no results. So it's just so frustrating. And I, I know I'm not the only woman out there in her 50s sure. that is struggling with this. And, you know, society doesn't make it any easier by creating these completely impossible to achieve ideals and airbrushed magazine models. Right. And all of the things. <sighs> it's stupid. Seriously. But look, our guest today, Kathy Mead Fronheiser, calls this comparanoia. <laughs> right. And we are constantly comparing ourselves to other women and to these damn societal standards yep. projected in the media. But the reality is that trying to live up to those standards might be exactly what is pre preventing us from being our healthiest selves. Yeah. I mean, Thank goodness for Kathy, who is a health coach who focuses on helping high achieving women over 40, like all of us out there who may be in perimenopause or mm -hmm. menopause, I mean, achieve their health goals. She has an MS in exercise science and over 15 years of experience as a health coach. And she coaches women to lift heavy shit. Yes. Not eat like toddlers yes. and have fun and find a supportive community when you're working toward new levels of fitness that are appropriate for this age and stage of life. Um, and don't forget to sleep. She, oh. she coaches, she coaches women <laughs> to get sleep too. Right. Yeah. And I love realizing that I am literally killing it in the sleep <laughs> game. People I am getting the sleep and here, 
here's what you need to know. Getting enough rest helps our bodies to recover so that we can have the strength and the energy that we need to reclaim our future and to prioritize, prioritize ourselves, prioritize our health. Yes. I need work in the sleep <laughs> department. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. Kathy teaches us that fitness in midlife, while it's going to be different for every individual, doesn't have to be so painful and difficult. It can actually be a simple formula of working out even less, mm, dare I mm, say, mm, resting mm. more mm. and actually maybe enjoying food and still losing inches. I mean, if Kathy can teach me how to do that shit, I am like, win, win, win. Yeah. That's a win, win, win in my book. Okay. Seriously. And baby girl, if you're a woman in the middle and you find that you have a tire in the middle, I mean, honestly, which of us do not at this age and stage, then you must tune in and listen to this episode. As a matter of fact, we want you to join us each and every week as we meet right here in the middle to discuss all of the ways in which you can let go of your past negative narratives and start the next chapter of your life with purpose, with intention, with joy. It's a new year. It's a new you. And baby girl, what are you going to do to change your life in 2024? Love it. I'm going to tell you this. It starts with knowing that you're worth it. That's where it starts. And so we are bringing you some really exciting new tools this year that are going to help you reclaim your worth, your value, and how you see yourself. And we simply cannot wait to share them with you. And now let's kick the show into high gear with Kathy Mead Fronheiser. Kathy, thank you for being here. Yeah, no problem. Um, Hi, Kathy. I'm excited to be here. Hi, Trinity. Hi, Shelby. Ooh. Super excited to be here. And great meeting you guys. Love making new friends. Yes. All yes. Excited Likewise. for where this discussion may lead. Me too. Yes. Man, <laughs> I already disclosed how very, 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 very passionate I am about this topic. <laughs> yes. Four varies, everyone. This. That's four. Yes, She's four varies. <laughs> I love it. Because I'm, here's the deal. And I know that I'm not the only woman out there that is doing all the things. Like I yes. get up at 515 in the morning and I get in my workout and I get in my, you know, meditation and I eat really well. And I. Oh, she eats psychotically well. <laughs> we were in San Francisco. We went to San Francisco once and we we're literally just trying to <laughs> fucking go out to lunch. And this bitch, every <laughs> restaurant. No. I can't go there. There's noodles. <laughs> Next restaurant. No, I just don't. I'm like, Shelby, like literally you can order chicken on the menu. Yeah. No, I think that, oh man. And then I got to the point where I was hangry. We yes. ended up in oh, some Chinese spot in the basement of some building. I was like, okay, okay, Peking duck. I see yeah. you. I see you. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. But you um, know, I used the to problem? be like that. Not yeah. so much anymore, to be honest. Ooh, I think that's well, yeah, something I, I have let go of. Kathy, uh, set my friend, set my yes. friend free. Set well, my I think there's free. a time and a place for that. And I think if you eat out all the time, then yes, absolutely. It's funny because I had lunch with a friend today and we were having a discussion about this. And I said, honestly, normally when I go out to eat, that's kind of a special occasion. Mm -hmm. And I just get what I want. I mean, do I nice. get it's nice. the loaded 
you know, twice baked potatoes and the burger and the dessert? Probably not. You know what I mean? Like, right. cause mm. then I just, I know myself well enough right. to know I'm going to hurt myself. Right. Exactly. <laughs> You're going to overindulge and then yes, feel miserable and nobody wants to feel miserable. miserable. But right. I do think if you don't eat out frequently and you're going to eat out, it's a special occasion or you're traveling to your point, Trinity. Yeah. Um, like I want to try I, when I travel, I want to learn about a culture through their food. Try the things. Yes. So, well, I mean, and I have to say to Shelby's credit, Shelby is probably the most disciplined Yes. Woman. I know. <laughs> Not probably like hands down, like Shelby, yes. like sh- flash your shoulders, like flash your shoulders. Oh, They're amazing. I've got a sweater like, on today. But... She eats so well. She like disciplines herself to get up, like she said, early in the morning and she's going to meditate. She's going to walk the dog. She's going to exercise. She's going to journal. She's going to work on the podcast. And then she's going to be like, well, now it's six in the morning. Now what do I do? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Like I do none of the things. I do none of yeah. the things. Yeah. And I but, I I don't know how she does it. But the thing that annoys me lately, and I want to know the answer to this in your opinion, Kathy, is okay. that all of the good things that I'm yes. doing are yes. not working like they used to. Let's just yes. say that. And again, yes. I know I am not the only woman in the middle that has a tire in her middle. Right. Yes. It's yes. just get you know, I have to like pull my jeans up so that Girl. Like, belly doesn't like Hang over. The- if I had your stomach, I would literally oh, walk around in a tube top and Daisy Dukes all day long and be like, fuck the world. This is what the you get now. Top. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. hands down. I, I would yes. be unstoppable. Unstoppable. Oh, I tell you. It's just. Well, it's, I think well, we have our own standards, yes. right? But it's yes, just maddening do. that whatever used to be working isn't working anymore. Isn't working I just want to know what's happening in my life that's <laughs> making this so. Well, sometimes. Once we get to a certain age, all the things that used to work are now stressing our body more than mm. helping our body uh, because there's a That's lot of additional stressors after a certain age, after 40. I'll just use 40. That's, you know, considered midlife, I guess. You know, I don't even know anymore, to be honest. But anyway, <laughs> right. let's just say after 40. If 50 is the new 40, yes, though. Exactly. Kathy, exactly. So, so fill that. in the blank with whatever. But as we <laughs> age, we have more stressors, responsibilities, mm. right? Mm. So that's already adding stress to our life. And then if you are feeling the need that you, quote, have to do certain things mm. to meet whatever ideals you've set in your head, um, that can add additional stressors. And that's not doing you any favors. I mean, at this point in your life, if you're not getting, and I'm not necessarily speaking to you, you Shelby, I'm speaking to the you of the woman listening, you know, if you are not getting sleep, adequate sleep, which a lot Mm -hmm. of women are not, then Mm. you don't need to get up at 5 a.m. to do your workout. You need to sleep because that's actually going to do more favors for you than Mm. that workout will. Now, all the time, probably not. But for the most part, yes. I mean, I think there should be sort of a hierarchy of health and wellness goals that we work on. And to me, sleep comes before before fitness, I should say, if hmm. we're if we're looking at a hierarchy. I'm because, killing the game in the sleep yeah, department. Right. I can say that. <laughs> so now, the game. Trinity, we can add on fitness. Okay, lucky there you, we go. Lucky you, right? <laughs> and and I do think, you know, it's funny because there's different kinds of people in the world, of course. There's somebody like Shelby that's doing all the things, and there yeah. might be somebody like you, Trinity, who's doing none of the things. Although apparently you're killing the sleeping game, which killing it. I'm to be totally honest is great for your health. So you might be doing more for your health than you realize. Um, I'm winning. Yeah. Good good for you. So now you can add on, but what happens is women out there and you guys, I'm sure can talk to this. You know, I, 
I have a friend that calls it comparanoia. Women out there are comparing themselves to someone like you, Shelby, that's doing, quote, all the things. And they think, well, if I can't do all the things, then it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. Right. All or nothing. I'm sure that that is not what you mean by doing all the things. You do all the things for you. Right. Right. Like that's and you didn't start with all the things you probably started with one of the things. Sure. And then layered on possibly. I don't know. Yeah. So I would say, although this is not answering your question or giving you my opinion about the question you asked about, but starting with one thing. So Trinity has the sleep game on lock, which Mm -hmm. is amazing and wonderful. We want to keep that going. But Mm -hmm. now it's okay if, if you want to add something in, what is that? You know, I'm not here. And as a health coach, I don't try to tell people what to do. It's what, is there something that you want to work on? Mm. You know, because if you want to work on strength training, but I'm telling you to focus on nutrition, that's not going to jive because that's not what you want to work on. Like as a health coach, we call it because for years I worked as a health coach for a healthcare company. So we, we were working with patients. They were my patients. Mm -hmm. So we call it patient centered or patient focused health coaching. What does Mm -hmm. the patient want to work on? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to guide you or coach you, if you will. Um, But going back to you're doing all the things and it's not working, then it's time to shake it up, I would say. And maybe that's throwing it all in the trash can and working on your sleep. (laughs) Um, You know, and, and how does that, that feel mean, to hear? Yeah, Shelby. Yes. How does that feel? You know, it feels scary. I'll be yeah. honest with you. And I'm sure probably I'm not, you know, standing alone when I say trying something new for the first time. <laughs> yes. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, sleep would be a very new thing for me because I'm yeah. not used to sleeping very well or much. Um, It's scary, yeah. you know, because then I think, OK, well, if I let all of the other stuff go mm-hmm. and focus on my sleeping, then what? Then what? what's possibly going to happen. And you're right. I'm striving towards some impossible, ridiculous ideal that all of us women have been pre-programmed over the course of time to strive for, because, you know, I've got this like, you know, perfectionistic approach to everything in life. Right. But, um, I am curious though, to know, tell me more about sleep and how that then could positively impact me because, you know, then I think as women, we want to weigh like what are the risks and benefits of right. adopting new habits and, right. and, you know, practices. Right, right. Well, one of the reasons that one of the reasons in middle age, we might get a little bit of that soft midsection, like you discussed, mm-hmm. is an increase in cortisol, which, are, which is our stress hormone, which we need. Mm-hmm. Like we don't want cortisol. I mean, basically everything that exists in our body is there for a reason. Like, so sure. cortisol exists for a reason. We need it. But mm-hmm. it's just when you have this excess cortisol that it can possibly lead to additional either weight gain or just lack mm-hmm. of, of I'll say fat loss, not weight loss, because we want to mm-hmm. keep our muscle, right? So yeah. a lack of fat loss or a fat gain specifically around the midsection. And so improving your sleep is one of the ways. So sleep is when we rest and recover, not just rest, but that's when we recover. Mm-hmm. So if you're going through your day and you're exercising or you're just living your life and you're doing all the things like you need to recover from that, your brain needs to recover, your body yeah. needs to recover. So if you're not giving it proper time to recover, then your body is constantly going to be in high stress, high cortisol mode. And Mm -hmm. that's when we tend to have 
excess or add excess weight around the midsection. It can lead to a lot of stuff, but that's just yeah. one yeah. of them. Um, so that's how it's going to benefit you. And I will also say, as you feel more rested and recovered, you'll be able to push harder in your workouts. Sure. So you're going to get more out of your workouts. Most likely you'll eat better because a lot of times we eat poorly when we're exhausted. I mean, it mm -hmm. sounds like you mm -hmm. eat great, which is awesome. But for a lot of people listening, that may not be the case. They're exhausted and they're tired. So they're reaching for those quick hits like caffeine, yeah. sugar, or just they don't have the energy to have any discipline. Deli sandwich. Sense. Like you're yes. doing what's quick, what's easy. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Because you're exhausted. Yeah. I mean, you know, so imagine if you could be not exhausted. What would that feel like? Like ooh. put yourself who, ooh, ah, you know, like <laughs> what could yeah. we accomplish if we weren't exhausted? <laughs> like, he accomplishes all of these things being exhausted. Like, right. dude, you would be. Un I'd rule the world if yes. I was damn tired. World. Yes. <laughs> all the time. Oh and maybe gosh. you wouldn't even have to like sleep in. Like, I don't know yeah. what your, I don't know, Shelby, if you have kids, what your life looks yeah. like in the evening. But if you can get to bed or, you know, like you can just get to bed earlier and you could still mm -hmm. get up at 5 a.m. or whatever time you get up. Mm -hmm. But getting to bed earlier could be where and don't do it quickly. Like if you normally don't go to bed until I'm making this up, you know, 11 p.m., you don't want to all of a sudden say, oh, I'm going to go to bed at nine. Like right. you're going to lay there for two hours. Right. Mm -hmm. so right. Starting with like 15, 20 minutes. 30 minutes, create a little bit of a ritual around a bedtime routine, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's a little 10 minute stretching yoga practice, it's mm -hmm. a warm bath, it's, you know, you're diffusing mm -hmm. some lavender, you know, mm -hmm. make it kind of bougie. I think it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I think it can be Shelby likes fun. bougie. She's yes. a fancy yes. one. Yes. Yeah. Make yeah. it kind of, I don't know. That's just a thought. Um, but no, it, would I love, be I love interesting. It. it would be interesting to see where, where how you how you felt differently and where it might lead you right yeah. in in the things you're already practicing and see if it does make a difference for you mm -hmm. as far as you know how you feel you know your midsection or whatever and mm -hmm. I would definitely recommend that for I mean all women you know yeah. just and just being nice to yourself treating yeah. yourself with compassion and giving yourself that rest and that time to recover so that you can see yeah. those results that maybe you're working so hard on in your exercise routine or whatever. Yeah. Well, and I'm curious too, is, you know, I, f I feel like I hear and kind of from my own experience, you know, having worked out for a solid year now. She's, um, oh, I, that's she didn't say that she's added in the fitness. Well, that's great. I have, but here's what I discovered. So I started with Orange Theory, which okay. I, I really loved and I felt strong and I was feeling good. Didn't lose a pound. Whole okay. year, didn't lose yeah. a pound. And while I found that, you know, my muscles were definitely getting more noticeable, like, oh, look, there's a muscle under that piece of chunk of meat on my arm. Who knew? <laughs> That's good. Um, I didn't lose a pound and that mm -hmm. and it bothered me. And yes, I know the mental thing. Muscle is more than fat, blah, 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 blah. But I yes. should have lost a fucking pound in a year. <laughs> let's be honest. And and then I got to the point where like, Every joint in my body was hurting. I was having to go to the chiropractor every week mm. and have my hips pulled out and popped. Right. right and right. I just knew intuitively that what I was doing was too much for my body. My body was screaming right. out for like, we need you to like, yeah, we want you to work on strength, but you don't need to be, you know, 
pounding this treadmill like you are. And you need to be doing something that's more stretchy, isometric-y, less impact-y. And so I went, you know, did a few different things. And so I've settled down this place called Hotworks where you do your workout in um, an infrared sauna. And there's a lot of isometrics and then there's... There is hit training, but it's all low impact, no impact. And oh, cool! I when I tell you in the first week and a half, I lost seven pounds. Oh, wow! <laughs> seven pounds. And yeah. yeah, I know some of this is water weight, but yeah, come on, dude. Yeah, seven yeah. pounds. Yeah. And so I take this and I relate it to Shelby's scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, could there be things that is like age and stage? Your body is looking for something maybe that might be different than what worked for you in your twenties, your thirties, your forties, because we shouldn't be living that high impact life anymore. Like, what do you think? Well, that's, I would say personal to everyone. Some people Mm -hmm. do high impact and, and they love it. And I will say before I I say any more, so I don't forget high impact and high intensity are not necessarily the same thing Mm -hmm. because I do think we all need and the research has shown we all need high intensity mm-hmm. work, not all mm-hmm. the time, like once or twice a week, a short hit workout, but that can be low impact. You don't have mm-hmm. to jump, right? There's ways to do high intensity that's not high impact. So if you know that your body doesn't love high impact, great. Then, I mean, you can do intervals on a bicycle and that's yeah. non-impact, right? And mm-hmm. swimming, you know, there's ways to do it totally non-impact or low impact. So I do think that we as women of a certain age, over 40, need high intensity exercise for yeah. sure. I mean, research has shown that that actually is super beneficial and that strength training is super beneficial for women over 40, mostly because, so I love that you got muscle, <laughs> yeah. but um, I mean, to me, muscle, just for the sake of muscle, regardless of if you ever lose an inch is valuable oh, yeah. because it's going to keep you out of the nursing home. Like, yeah. let's just be real. My if cakes, you, like my cakes yes. are, are looking yes. pretty fly <laughs> right now. Because if you can't get up off the toilet, then right. you cannot live independently. This functional so, exercise. Yes. Is that what they call exactly. it? Functional? Functional. Yes. Like you're mm-hmm. doing I dig things. that. You're doing things, you're exercising your body so as to be able to perform in your life, basically, Mm -hmm. you know, the life Olympics, basically, you know, the game of life and to not hurt yourself. So like making sure you're doing like rotational movements, because when you go down to pick up your dog or a kid or groceries or whatever, you're twisting to do that, you know, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. But, but, you know, strength training and hit and walking to me, those are kind of the three And, you know, of course, stretching is great, but you can, you know, you can tack that on. That could be its own thing, right? Like if you love yoga, but if when I say strength training, hit and walking, you're like, whoa, that's already too much. Then, you know, (laughs) add five minutes at the end of your workout, whatever your workout is and do a little stretching, but getting that heart rate up, working on your muscles so that as you age, your body is naturally losing muscles. So we want to try to combat that so that we can be strong women as we age and be able to enjoy our golden years, Mm -hmm. right? You know, not just be small. Like at this point in my life, I don't want to just be small. I want to be strong. Exactly. Because I'm with you. I'm sure we've all had women in our life, our mothers, grandmothers, or just women we know that have aged and they've just shrunk. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you know what's happened? Their life has shrunk. You know, their mm. life experiences have shrunk. I just came up with that. I've never thought of it that way before, mm. but that's exactly so what it is true. because yeah. they can't do stuff because mm. they don't have strength and they don't, but also cardiovascular fitness, right? Like, so that's your walking mm. and your hit. So yeah. I think you, you need both, you know, I think 
strength training gets a lot of play, which I'm a fan of, a huge fan of strength training. And I mostly give it play for women over 40 because they're not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you tell yeah. a woman over 40 to do cardio, she knows that from her 20s. She's sure. been doing that her whole life. But now, you know, that to me is the stuff that you did in your 20s that worked, quote unquote, sure. that's not going to work. Like just being a cardio bunny is what I mean. Yeah. But that doesn't mean anything is wrong with cardio and we don't need to have good cardiovascular fitness, but you need to add in strength training as well. Um, so what yeah. are some good ways for women, lady, our, our ladies in the middle to do that? Like if they're not gym rats, right. Yes. And they're not going to go and, you know, join a gym or if like me, it's you go to a planet fitness or a lifetime yes. fitness or whatever you walk in there and you just stand right. there looking around like, I don't yes. know what the hell to do. Yes. Like, yes. I don't know what, what can our ladies do to get started yes. with building that strength? Cardio, yes. like you said, is easy. I can do some yep. jump jacks, walk around the block, do all yes. that. Boom, boom, exactly. I'm done. Yep. But that strength training piece can feel daunting. It, 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 yes, it absolutely can. Which is why I think you have to get help. Whether yeah. that's a trainer, I get that that's expensive, but I'll give you a couple of ideas. So one, let's say you're willing to work with a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. You could possibly just work with them one or two times, have them help mm -hmm. you make sure your form is good. Let them know what kind of equipment you've got at home. You're going to need something, right? It could just be resistance bands. Mm -hmm. um, it could also be dumbbells. I've gotten all mine used. You know, I've sort of mm, just collected yeah. them over the years. But, you know, there's also adjustable dumbbells. I don't know if you guys have ever seen those before. They're like huge mm -hmm. looking, but you like no. adjust them so you can go mm -hmm. from like 50 pounds. all, And you, it's one set of dumbbells, but you mm -hmm. move the little slider oh, yeah. thing can, they're yeah. pretty cool I think they're pretty cool um, but I think everything exercise related <laughs> is pretty cool but anyway they're pretty cool and you can do that at home so you could work with a trainer once or twice kind of get a routine that you do at home or maybe at a gym mm -hmm. like maybe you go to a gym but you don't want to pay a trainer every time you go we'll have them help yeah. set you up on a routine I'll also say if you do go to a gym a lot of classes there are classes out there that are all strength training focused, right? So okay. there's another idea that's much more affordable than a trainer mm -hmm. is to do a group exercise class that's strength training focused. And if you look at the schedule and you're like, this is Greek to me, I don't know what any of this means, then mm -hmm. that's what the people that work there are there to help you with, right? So ask someone mm -hmm. at the front desk or the group exercise coordinator, hey, I'm specifically looking for a strength training class. Can you please like grab a pen and circle all the classes on your schedule? <laughs> that are strength training focused. Also, of course, there are a crap ton of virtual options. Yeah. I mean, so many. I mean, and I can give you guys some examples if you want to put them in the show notes. They're nobody right. that I have any affiliation with, mm -hmm, but right. there's several that, um, several, I mean, several, so many that it's like, there's so many. <laughs> and so, and if for you, you're like, there's so many, it's overwhelming. Yes, like yes. for us folks who were like yes. super normal, regular, non athletic, yes. mm -hmm. non gym freaks. Right. It's right. Crazy. Overwhelming. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I have a girlfriend that just started with a program and she's definitely a beginner. Um, and it was, and I don't even remember the name of it. I can find out, but it was like a little, they're just little 10 minute workouts mm -hmm. that are just body weight stuff. And she literally is doing them like while she's 
cooking dinner or what, you know what I mean? She just does these little things like while, and you can totally do that. You can pick 10 minutes of your day. Like maybe you have a workout routine or a strength training routine that has five exercises. You know, there's Mm -hmm. a squat, there's a lunge, there's a push up, there's a, you know, overhead press and there's a crunch. I don't know. And let's say that you set five alarms on your calendar for the day and every time an alarm goes off you do one of those exercises Hmm. you know three Hmm. sets of 10 or something like that literally it probably wouldn't take you five minutes to do that and there's no reason that you have to do them one right after the other that's just how Mm -hmm. we've always done it (laughs) that's what our brain says that's what's going to work and it's not going to work if I break it up every day Right. But you totally could. You could mm-hmm. do squats at 8 a.m. and push-ups at 9 a.m. And like maybe every hour on the hour, you do a different strength training exercise. And then by the end of the day, you've done five, six, seven, eight exercises. You know, maybe you add in a cardio, you know, marching up. You could just walk up and down stairs mm-hmm. in your house, mm-hmm. you know, if you're working from home and you're just trying to get some movement in, in the day. So it doesn't have to be super complicated we're all very good at overcomplicating things yeah and now if you go to the gym or you have a routine that's a 30 minutes or an hour great again it's whatever works for you but my passion is really working with beginners because Mm -hmm. I genuinely Mm -hmm. feel I believe in my gut that all of us can be more fit and be healthier than we are right now we're all starting from a different place but we all have the power to improve our health. We have that control. And a lot of people feel very out of control when it comes to their health. They feel like they have to do what their doctor says, or they're forced to take certain Mm -hmm. medications. And I'm obviously not telling people not to follow their doctor's advice, but (laughs) there's a lot of things that you can do, gentle listener, you know, (laughs) to make improve. There's a lot of things that Mm -hmm. are within your control, whether or not you go and take a walk for 10 minutes every day is within your control. Mm-hmm. You know, it yeah, is. I agree. Now, one thing you said, Kathy, that I just want to um, double click on was the word fit fitness. And yes. so my question is, what is your definition of being fit? Because I think that's where mm-hmm. I get stuck too. Like I probably am perfectly fit, but we oh, get, no. I think these preconceived notions in our head and compare paranoia and yeah. start to go down this rabbit hole of, I am not fit enough because I'm not I don't look like the woman on the front of the magazine that's been airbrushed anyway. Yeah. So how can we reframe our minds to focus more on fitness instead of perfection? And what does that definition look like for you? Well, when I think you kind of already said it, but when I think of fit, I don't think of a look fit. Mm -hmm. You can look any way and be fit and be have fitness, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think being fit means that you know, I saw a meme the other day and it made me think about it. And it was somebody, it was a meme, a video of like a baby stroller rolling towards Mm. a busy street and the mom chasing after it to get Mm -hmm. it. That's fit, right? Right. You kind of going back, right? Like she's not going to win any medals for that, but she's saving her kid's life. So can you live your activities of daily life and not feel like you are limited by your lack of Mm -hmm. cardiovascular fitness, meaning you're breathing so heavy that you can't go to Disney world with your kids, you know, those Mm -hmm. things that are grandkids or 
niece and nephew. I don't have kids, but I, there's a lot of women that do. And a lot of women <laughs> I work with that do. So they understand that. But even if you don't have kids, you understand what I'm saying. Like, are there things in your life that you're not able to do because of your limited fitness? And to your point, Shelby, there probably aren't many things in your life that you're not able to do. Like you're right. probably fit enough to do all the things you want to do. Now, if you wanted to train for a specific event, you know, like a triathlon of some kind mm -hmm. or something like that, then yeah, you know, we might need to work on your fitness because we need right. to work on your triathlon fitness right. or your running right. fitness. Like those are different, but to just be quote fit in life, I think is just being able to do the things in life you want to do and not being held back by your own lack of strength or lack mm -hmm. of cardiovascular fitness, that sort of thing. Of course, we want to look at blood work numbers. Like to me, again, working in the healthcare industry for so many years, luckily that was something I had privy to when I worked yeah. um, with patients. Mm -hmm. I could see their, their blood work numbers. And it's funny because a lot of times on the kind of going back to what you were saying about the look of fitness or of being fit, you know, you see a woman or a man on the front of a fitness magazine, they might look amazing. You have no idea what's going on inside yeah. of them, mm -hmm. meaning like, you know, mm -hmm. their blood work numbers or blood pressure or any of that stuff. So to me, being fit is also having your insides in order as well, as best yeah. you can, you know, and again, there might be some medications required for that, but there's a lot that you can do as well. So I think it's, all important because if you look great but your blood pressure is through the roof well, right who cares you know right. like <laughs> so yeah and I I know you do a lot um in the area of nutrition and how we eat and you know we kind of talked about that a little bit at the beginning of this idea of you know eating like a grown ass woman yes. and <laughs> feeding our bodies in a way yes. that fuels them and and is yes you know nutrient rich I'd love to talk about that a little bit and kind of how sure. How do, should we think about eating differently, maybe in, in midlife? Yeah. I, th I think a lot of us abused our bodies in yes. one form or another Yes, as we were coming up, whether it was trying to eat so little in order to stay thin or just like, yes. you know, fuck it, I'm going to eat everything under the sun that I yeah. want to eat or Being binge disordered. dieting, going yeah. back and forth, right? Yeah. Our bodies have been through it and like, <laughs> yeah. how do we, how do we like, I'm sorry, baby, let yes, me feed you the yes. things you need now. Yes, yes. <laughs> what are those things? Well, first of all, I just appreciate you saying that because I think that's so true that growing up, you know, looking, but when I look back on some of the things that I did, Oh nothing. It was nothing. I wouldn't say I had an eating disorder, but I would say I had disordered eating. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of women can relate to that. Now they may also have had an eating disorder, but you know, mm -hmm. anyway, that's a whole, that's a whole nother story that is outside of my <laughs> scope. But, um, but first of all, just appreciating that, like you said, you are a grown ass woman and you yeah. need food do not feed yourself like you are a toddler. Like you need food, meaning you need a breakfast, you need a lunch, you need a dinner, you probably need a snack or two in there as well. And exactly. honestly, the main things to focus on, I mean, it's kind of simple, but if you think of a plate, like I want you to fill half that plate with vegetables. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be totally honest with you. That is a challenge, but I work on it with every meal, right? Like I've started putting <laughs> right. like riced cauliflower in my oatmeal, mm -hmm. like the frozen oh, rice cauliflower. I'm like, oh, this kind of, but I've tried a bunch of, like, you have to figure out what works for you, right? That's just a little something, something, mm -hmm. but it took me a minute to get to that. <laughs> right. I have a friend that shreds zucchini and she puts that in her um, mm -hmm. oatmeal. So anyway, huh. 
But um, like I'll put a whole bunch of shredded zucchini because I have a shit ton frozen. Yes, um, probably two summer. years ago now when I yes. overdid it in my garden. <laughs> and like I'll throw a whole bunch of that inside of a chili or inside yes. of yes. interesting spaghetti sauce, and it you know practically melts away, and nobody yes. knows it's there. I'm like surprise, yes. fiber, yes. everyone. Yes, exactly, <laughs> fiber. Thank you. Yes, so protein and fiber are kind of, to me the two main things, mm-hmm. but you get fiber from fruits and vegetables and seeds and nuts and beans and whole grains and then making Mm. sure that we're getting enough protein and the main thing about I feel like protein maybe it's just my feed because I have a lot of you know you know how your like Instagram feed will sort of tweak it yeah to like the stuff so I feel like my whole feed is about protein but um, mine's about getting rich quick and getting there you go (laughs) perfect perfect yeah but um here's the thing like as we age we actually don't metabolize protein as well as we did as oh really we were when we were kids unfortunately because that means we actually need to eat more oh Jesus (laughs) and people are already and I and I don't tell people this a lot because I feel like it's like, a struggle. So yes, Trinity, you're already like, oh, feel faint. Protein is hard for me. I <laughs> struggle is. with protein more than anything else. It is. So I have a free five-day protein challenge. You may love it. But mm. one of the tips is to front load your protein. So meaning like try to get a breakfast in mm-hmm. that's, you know, 40 grams of protein because then you're already setting yourself up to you know, you're setting yourself up for success. You're not trying to play catch up. You don't get to the end of the day and like, well, crap, now I have to eat 75 grams of protein at dinner or whatever, yes, right? That's, and that's how just, it feels. Yes, exactly. So really working on spreading out, you know, instead of looking at your, whatever your goal is for the day, maybe let's just say it's a hundred grams of protein. Even most people, mm-hmm. it's probably more than that, but I usually try to start at a hundred to just like, okay. let's just try to hit that and then yeah. break that into th- divide that by three, right? So you've got each meal. And that's 33. And so now let's just work on each meal. Because Kathy's like set an alarm for once an hour. And every hour when you're doing your push ups, -ups. you take a bite of (laughs) cottage cheese down at the bottom of the floor. I love it. I love it. But it really is right about creating all these little habits, these little Mm -hmm. habits and these little triggers or whatever that help you really at the end of the day, the goal is to help you. But um but I think breaking that into thirds is super helpful. Mm-hmm. And then if you do have a snack, you know, maybe you break it into fourths or whatever. But mm-hmm. for a lot of people, they can start to wrap their brain around that. And then you can also work on a fiber goal. Um, again, I would pick one to start with, kind of like we were talking with the fitness. Maybe you just start with strength or maybe you just start with stretching or walking. Like it can be very overwhelming to feel like you need to do all the things and then none of the things get done. Right. Yes, so just exactly. pick, pick one or pick one meal. Okay. I'm just, just this month, literally this entire month of January, let's just say I'm going to work on getting 35 grams of protein at breakfast. I'm going to take this whole month and I'm going to do that. And then once I figure it out, okay. I'm just going to keep eating it for this whole month. Do protein shakes count? Absolutely. Sure. Okay. Yes. And they're a great way, especially right out of the gate when you're struggling, mm-hmm. right. To get the protein in, they're a great way to get your protein in they can I, know, also I just be, don't feel like that falls in the grown-ass woman category oh yeah do it but I would add a handful of spinach I would add okay. you need to make it a meal if you're going to have just a shake or a smoothie for breakfast or lunch or any meal make it a meal and what does that mean mm-hmm. it means it needs fat 
in it. So we've got some avocado or a nut butter mm. of some, you know, peanut butter or, or almond mm -hmm. butter or something like that. It's got, obviously it has protein in it, but like, what can we put in it for fiber? You know, can we put mm -hmm. some fruits and veggies in it as well? And try to keep the sugar low with those if you can. So like, if you yeah. are adding water obviously has no sugar if you're adding a milk like a non-dairy milk a lot of people do like almond milk or something that's fine do mm -hmm. the unsweetened version if you mm -hmm. can get that mm -hmm. but then it's starting to become a meal right like make it for 500 calories worth of a smoothie so it's a meal smoothie yeah. not a snack smoothie does that make sense i love that yeah that's a good idea it's okay to I have a snack that. smoothie if it's a snack but if it's your meal then it needs to be a meal right <laughs> right mm -hmm. So, so you use the word calories, four to 500 calories, you said. So I want to focus a little bit on like how many calories should a grown ass woman eat? Cause I don't know. Yeah. And yeah. how much of that should be protein or do you advocate for like this macronutrient division? Yeah. What's yep. your approach? I'm a 40, 30, 30 girl. 40% carbs, 30% protein, 30% fat. It's hard to say how many calories a grown ass woman needs because it's based <laughs> mm. on a lot of different things like okay. height, weight, of course, activity level, body composition, meaning like you and I could both be five, five and 150 pounds, mm -hmm. but I'm 35% fat and you're 20% fat because you're jacked, right? Like, so you have more <laughs> muscle than me. That means you mm -hmm. burn way more calories than me. Like, even okay. though we're the same size, you're probably smaller than me too, by the way, even though we weigh mm -hmm. and we're the same height and weight, like it's mm -hmm. fascinating, isn't it? But anywho, so that's hard to say, but I would say as far as protein recommendations, the, the recommendations that I read about the most are a gram, it's high. So this is a, this is a goal. This is aspirational. Okay. <laughs> a gram of protein for every pound of body weight. Oh, there's unless no unless you have 30 or, or you feel like you or you your your goal is to lose 30 pounds or more then you would focus on your goal weight so by that i mean like let's say that i weigh 180 and my goal is 150 then i would shoot for 150 not 180 Got it. that is still a shit ton of protein yeah it's it a is. shit ton of protein it is initially that's why i always say start with 100 and then yeah. work your way up from there because you'll start to, you'll figure it out. And if you're willing to, right, it is a, I mean, you have to, just like with anything, it takes practice, takes a little research. It takes a desire to want to do that. But really the desire is that I want to continue to be strong and have muscle as I age so mm -hmm. that I can live the life that I want to live yeah. over 60, over 70, over 80, because that's the you that's going to be thanking the you right now that you did yeah. this, if that makes sense. Yeah. It does. Um, so, but 0.8, so 0.8 to one gram, I should say that. So that might help you a little bit, Trinity. Okay. okay <laughs> so yeah. why, it doesn't sound like a big difference, <laughs> but it is once you multiply it out. I think for me, cause I do weigh around 150, I think 0.8 is around maybe 130 grams of protein a day. And then of okay. course, one is 150 so it's a pretty you know it's a 20 gram yeah. range which can you yeah. know, make a difference so but if you and multiply you said, that out you multiply your protein is is four calories per gram so that tells you right there just going back to calories 
you know, if I ate 150 grams of protein, that's 600, that's 600 calories for me mm-hmm. in the day. So. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And then yeah. if my body is not metabolizing protein, then is eating more, how does eating more do me? Well, <laughs> do me it, good it if my helps. body's not metabolizing. Yeah. It? As well. I mean, it is as metabolizing well. it, just not as well. It's more challenging okay. as we age. And so we ideally eat more, but to be honest, if you could get to that one gram per pound of body weight, you would mm-hmm. be doing better than probably 99% of the people out there because most people as they age, he's like, like, Ooh, don't give me a challenge. I know. Right. Right. percent. <laughs> <laughs> you I said mean, 99, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But if you think about it, your mom, your grandmother, you know, again, going back to people that you women, you may know that are over 70, over 80, mm-hmm. unfortunately, like my mom eats cereal for dinner. Oh my. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't, t- yeah. they're not doing these, they tend to eat less. Yeah. Well, if you're just by yourself, it's like once you grow, age, you know, your kids yeah. go away to college yeah. and you know, you're at home by yourself. You're like, why am I going to bother making a whole big meal when it's just me? I'm a, I'm yeah. a eat Trader Joe's soup dumplings every day when it gets to that stage. Yes. Well, I guess I think, so I was single. I didn't get married till I was almost 40. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I cook dinner for myself. I don't know. Like I've just, but I've, I've heard that though, from a lot of, I still have several female friends that are single, never married, no kids. So they Mm -hmm. really struggle with the whole like cooking that it's Mm -hmm. not worth it. And I'm like, you Mm -hmm. are worth it. You need Mm, food. That's the message. Yes. You you need food. You need food to fuel. You need sleep to move you need I mean you know all of these things are so important whether you're married with kids or single with a dog you know what I'm saying yeah. like it doesn't matter um and I bet they probably cook for their dog yeah, <laughs> yeah their dog probably eats better than they do well, well you can but... always freeze stuff too you know yeah, they have yeah, those like yeah. containers that are like pre-packed like small size containers you can just put like a whole meal in there and just freeze yeah. like your own hello mm-hmm. fresh meals in your own freezer mm. or you know the company like um like factor if you're familiar with that right, where I've it's heard like that. meals yeah. that are made i mean i tried those for a while and they're very tasty and like literally they're like old school like lean cuisines right but they're right. yeah much higher quality but they're that easy you know the stuff is frozen you put it in you know if i was single that would, i'd be all about that i would just because yeah, it'd be easy too. and there's always a veggie Wait, there's protein single. you know all the mm-hmm. things so there, there are options out there, or, you know, you get the container of pre-shredded rotisserie chicken. You get the container yeah. of like mm-hmm. pre-chopped vegetables, like make it super simple. You know, meals don't have to be recipes out of Bon Appetit magazine, although mm-hmm. I love Bon Appetit magazine, I do too. but yeah. um, they don't have, they can literally be a bag salad with some chicken on top mm-hmm. and, you know, a side of brown rice or an apple Mm -hmm. or whatever you know what I mean like you're just trying to get your veggies you're trying to get your fiber you're trying to get your protein try to keep your added sugar low Mm. and then some meals are going to be better than others you know sometimes you just make it work I'm curious we're talking about protein and are all proteins created equally or are there some proteins that are easier to metabolize than others yeah if it's plant protein is it just as good as 
meat protein? Yeah, that's a great question. And that's also one of the things there seems to be some debate about, you know, mm-hmm. some people will tell you that animal based proteins are metabolized um, better by the body than plant proteins. You'll mm. read other research. It's not just people telling you it's research. You'll read other research that says no plant protein is just as good. I try not to kind of go down that rabbit hole because at the end of the yeah. day, I find people are already struggling to mm-hmm. meet let's say a hundred grams of protein or more a day. So I don't want to split hairs and make it even more complicated. So mm-hmm. I tell people just get, just work on your goal, whether it's animal, like the way I get protein in is really a mixture of both because there's a lot of great plant-based sources of protein, you know, beans being one of them, yeah. whole grains, like oatmeal has protein. You know, people mm-hmm. don't think about that. A lot of people think mm-hmm. like, oh, it's just meat. Um, obviously there's protein in dairy, which is not, which is vegetarian, obviously not, you know, vegan or something like that, but there's a lot of ways to get protein in and I recommend, again, not overcomplicating it until Mm -hmm. you get to that point. Okay, if you're, you know, give me a call when you get to 150 grams of protein a day on a regular basis and we'll, you know, we'll go from there. (laughs) Yes, I want protein ice cream. Like, can we just have that? The Ninja Creamy. Get it and make it. What are you talking about? Okay. I didn't just make this up. No, this is a thing. (laughs) Wait, Shelby, do you know about protein ice cream and the Ninja Creamy? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I asked for one of these for Christmas. There's whole Facebook groups devoted to the, it's Ninja, the brand, you know, like the kitchen appliances. You're going to look it up when we get off. Okay. Ninja. And then it's called a creamy C-R-E-A-M-I. And people use use it to make ice cream, but there are hundreds of recipes out there about making protein ice cream. And so what people do, I think it, cause I don't have one yet, but cause you need to kind of figure out what you like, but you can also kind of do this on your own with like frozen bananas and you add Mm. in like scoops of protein powder in whatever flavor. Mm -hmm. And then, um, a couple of dairy companies out there like Fairlife have these super high protein milks. Mm like vanilla yeah. and chocolate milks. Mm-hmm. If you've seen those, they're like core yeah, power yeah. and that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. And there's like one bottle is like 30 grams of protein. Mm-hmm. So you pour that in your creamy, you add like some protein powder and some other flavors, and then you hit the button and it comes out with like protein ice cream, self-serve, soft serve. Well, that sounds delicious. I know. So imagine if you could get 30 grams of protein, just eating your ice cream. Oh, That's no doubt protein. I could. There's right? suddenly 200 grams of protein right. a day. It's reasonable. <laughs> right. right. Well, that's what I mean. Like once you start shooting for this as a goal, then all of a sudden you're going to find most likely, you know, you're going to mm-hmm. start to find all these higher protein recipes because mm-hmm. it's a very, I don't want to say it's trendy right now, because to me, when I think trendy, I think like foofy and fluffy right. like there's right. reasons why it's trendy right now um but there's a lot you know the whole cottage cheese fad where people are making everything with yeah. cottage cheese like yeah. there's cottage, cottage cheese, cheese is dough. back yeah it's back cottage <laughs> cheese is definitely made a comeback Did you say cottage cheese cookie dough yes you can google that as well <laughs> Ooh. Sounds wrong. Apparently yeah, it's quite tasty. <laughs> that is a trend I'm not sure I want to try, but I do want to talk about trends yes. for a second because there's yes. one trend that has been a long-standing fad and that is low carb. Yes. So I want to mm-hmm. know what your impression about the low carb diet is. And I tend to follow a low carb diet and I'll tell you why. I have an autoimmune condition that's okay. Hashimoto's hypothyroiditis, which yep. means that my thyroid underfunctions. And I found that when I eat low carb, low dairy, what are all the lows? Take about all the things out that you like at all. (laughs) Sugar. Yeah. 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 
No noodles. Let me be no clear, noodles. people. Yeah. No, no noodles. noodles. But um, so I tend to lean toward that. And it, I feel better as a human when I stay away yeah. from those foods yeah. that are inflammatory or they inhibit my thyroid function. But I'm curious yeah. what your perspective on that trend is. Well, I think low carb is fine as long as you're also not doing low calorie. Because mm. I think what happens a lot. So again, if we go back to the macro recommendation before, mm-hmm. you could switch up those macros, leave your protein the same, but maybe you switch the percentages of your carbs and your fats so that mm-hmm. your calories overall are the same. So it means you're getting more from your fats than your carbohydrates. So if you find, I just tell people, if that makes you feel better for whatever mm-hmm. reason, whether it's because of the things you discussed or whatever, then that's fine. But I think when it comes, when it becomes a problem is when you're doing any kind of athletic events mm-hmm. or even just workouts, they don't have to be like events. So I'm a cyclist. I did triathlons for years. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of in that endurance world. And that's when I see, or even if you just look at women that do CrossFit or go mm-hmm. to Orange yeah. Theory, to your point, yeah. Trinity, if you're trying to do these workouts and your body doesn't, because ha- carbs are your body's main energy source. And so if your body doesn't have carbs to pull from, to then the car is not going to go, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you do need carbs so that your body will go. Now, if you're doing more slower strength training type workouts, then maybe you don't need them as much. But I would say even with those, what you'll find is if you increase your carbohydrate intake, you again will be able to lift heavier, your work, you'll recover better, you'll be less sore, that sort of thing. So if that's something you struggle with or fatigue, because again, carbs are our number mm-hmm. one energy source. You know, if you struggle with that, even increasing your carbs moderately and, mm-hmm. you know, obviously there's gluten-free versions of carbs, you know, there's potatoes mm-hmm. and sweet potatoes that are mm-hmm. and fruits that are very high in carbohydrates. So I think, which I think is great anyway, you know, eating a bunch of refined carbohydrates is definitely not recommended for really anyone, mm-hmm. but, yeah. you know, keeping things as kind of close to the earth as possible, um, but it's, it's so hard to say because some people, like you said, I mean, you've got some medical conditions and because of that, you know, yeah. then maybe that's what works better for you. But I think in general, again, like I said, there's a reason that carbohydrates exist. Like I was talking about cortisol. There's a reason it's there. We don't want to just like not have any. There's a reason that carbohydrates yeah. are there. They're our body's main energy source. And so I would just challenge someone if they are low carb and they're feeling crummy, then right. maybe that's something like low hanging fruit that you could try mm-hmm. to make changes around and see if you feel better. And definitely if you're doing some athletic endeavors, pursuits, whatever those might be, and you feel like you're suffering, you know, whether that means, you know, you're slower or you're super sore and you're not recovering, then increasing your carbohydrate intake, even just during the activity, you know, you're going for Mm -hmm. a long bike ride, have carbohydrates while you're doing it, or even Mm -hmm. you're doing a CrossFit workout halfway through the class. Maybe you have some carbohydrates. See if, and just mm-hmm. see, because sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to, everybody's different, right? So to just yeah. see how it makes you feel. So it's just trial and error. And yeah. you don't have to eat a bowl of ramen. No, right. it can be. Absolutely. You know, I love that cl- closer to the earth. Yes. And it came out of the ground off a tree yeah. or had a mom. Yeah. That's usually how I- <laughs> Fewer than five ingredients, <laughs> I think is what I tell my kids. Look at the label. If it's got fewer than five ingredients, it's a good you know, it's better for you. Yeah. 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 That's a great way to look at it too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Kathy, it's been so wonderful having you on yeah, the show today. It's been Thank you. Such a wealth of energy and knowledge. Yes. I'm so again excited about this topic. We can talk about very, it forever, very, 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 <laughs> very, very, very. So, if our listener was very, very, very excited to find you, where could they go? Yeah, so I have a website, KathyMeadFroneheiser.com, and that's my name on Instagram as well. And then I also have a podcast called yes. Fun Over Forty. I love and that, and I would love for you guys to listen Yay. to that. Um, I do have a free five day protein challenge since we were talking about protein. Good. You can, it, that's on my website. It's in my Instagram bio, all the things so people can find it there. And it's just a five day. It's just five emails, per, one per day for five days. And it just gives a little tip, a basic, simple, I should say, maybe not basic, but a simple tip each day to increase your daily protein intake. So it's great. It makes it yeah. doable. Thank you yes. for that. Yeah. 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 This was yeah. great. Super nice to Sounds chat awesome. with you guys. Yeah, it was great chatting with you too, Kathy. Thank you for being here today. Bye. Bye. I learned so much today in this episode and there's so much that I want to apply to my life. I feel like I've got some new tools, right? Yeah. Right. Yes, 100%. So first off for me, you know, understanding that the way that we used to diet and exercise in the past, it just... it. It doesn't work in middle age. It's not the same. And, and it even puts additional stress on our bodies. So it's crazy to me how this exercise phenomenon that we've been trying to like dig into and lean into our whole lives can now have a detrimental impact on our bodies by jacking up our cortisol levels and making it even more difficult to lose fat. So it is time to shift our mindset related to exercise, diet, and how we tackle those things in midlife. Yeah, 100%. Number two, to piggyback on that, instead of over-exercising, if there were a hierarchy of health priorities, we actually need to prioritize sleep and rest for our bodies at the very top of that list. I'm sorry, Shelby, what was that that we should prioritize? I know. <laughs> Can you say I that know. again? I know. Hey, I got seven hours and two minutes of sleep last night, which is like a world record for me. So Well done. Well I'm done. On it. Well <laughs> done. Point number three, high intensity and high impact are not the same. There are ways to do high intensity without high impact. And we should be striving for high intensity to get our heart rate up while building muscle without having that focus that we've had historically on high impact. Yeah, and that was a huge aha for me, mm -hmm. for sure. And if you're struggling to figure out exactly what you should be doing, number four, you can use a personal trainer for even just a handful of times until you have an established routine and you understand what exercises work for you, and then you can carry on that routine on your own accord if you need to. And our fifth point, make sure you're prioritizing fiber and protein in your diet as you age. So we know this as we age, we need more protein. We've got it. We've got to have that protein in order to continue to build muscle and building muscle in midlife is a challenge lady. So get your protein game on. And if necessary, front load your protein by eating a breakfast that is high in protein. So you don't reach the end of the day and you look up and you're like, ooh, ooh I have not had enough protein today. We need to strive to eat one gram of protein 
for each pound of body weight. And so if you're a big booty Judy like me, you might need 180 <laughs> grams of protein. And that's a lot of damn protein. A lot of damn protein. That one really shocked me too. Yeah, you need to plan for the protein game. Yes. Plan for the protein game, but you will see it will shift the way that you feel and the way that your body feels as you are working towards your goals. And speaking of goals in midlife, it is our goal to continue to bring you great content that you can relate to and to build a community of women where we'll be able to share together and grow together in this midlife game, keeping each other healthy and strong and accountable as we do life. So we want you to join our Facebook group and we want you to come on to the Dear Midlife website at dearmidlife.com. Hook around, see what's brewing and know that we are going to be bringing more and more to you this year so that we can continue to grow and develop and live our best lives in midlife. Hey, you've got a built-in crew right here. Let's do it together. We can't wait to see you right here. Same, what do they say? Same bat station? Same bat channel? (laughs) Is it bat or bad? I don't know. I think it's bat. (laughs) I think it's bat. Either way, we look forward to seeing you right here next week in the middle. 